0: You're listening to a DM podcast. One.
1: We are underway.
0: G'day, guys. Welcome to Buy, Hold, Sell, Avoid, and it's brought to you by Talking League. Two of my favorite Kiwis in the house, Tim Ballantine and also Kyle Lomas. G'day, Timmy. G'day, Kyle. How's it going, bro? Hello, Kyle. How's okay.
2: Yeah, How's it going, mate. Good you guys to Had s-
0: Yeah, not too bad. we got we copped another four weeks of lockdown, but it is what it is. We'll Oh, I we'll saw survive. that. Yeah, you guys are getting
1: hammered,
0: eh? Well yeah, but it's okay. We're still living and we're still kicking along. So we're still at the True. footy. So let's rip in. Just
2: join the protest Deacon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thanks, mate. All right. First guy, Adam Dewey, he's been in the headlines because he's making he's he's been in good form, boys. Last couple of games since he's been returning to the number <clears> six jersey. He's been great. He comes he comes in at six hundred and three K. He's a dual wing. Fullback and half. Top 1,000 did move on him a little bit last week. Just under 6% owner there. But why don't we start with you, Tim. Buy, hold, sell, avoid on Adam Dewey.
2: Um, if you don't already got him, I'd, I'd um, buy him. I think he if he, cause he's going to stay in the sixth, I've said, for the rest of the year. Um, I think he can't really go wrong. He's scored pretty well in that sixth all year. He's a gun, I reckon.
0: Mm. And
2: he, that um, DPP comes in very handy for people as well.
0: Yeah, I like him. Now, moving to you, Kyle. Buy, hold, sell, or avoid on Adam Dewey.
1: Um, I'm actually picking him up this week for Sean Johnson. Uh, obviously, did the hammy. It looks like he's pretty much done at the Sharks, so yeah. probably come to the Warriors early and start training. Um, <laughs> I Yeah, no, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm picking him up this week. That As, as Shooter said, that DPP is really handy. 61 average in 10 games at 5.8, uh, so you can't really go wrong there for sure. Uh, lowest to thirty-one and highest to one hundred and three, um, and that's against a range of top eight and bottom eight sides. So yeah. it's not just more one-sided when he plays those bottom eight sides. He can perform against any any team that he comes up against. So uh, he really owns it, and I think he's more of a playmaker than what Luke Brooks is, and he takes over a lot more of the of the general play and runs that team a lot better than Luke Brooks has all year. So he is a definite buy for me, and. Uh yeah, their strength the schedule as well, the next four games, Warriors, Dogs, Cows, Sharks, and then Panthers. Ah, uh, he could tear it up, man. I might have even captained them this week.
0: Nice. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you heard the boys. Get a buy on Adam Dewey. All right, moving on to the next guy, Luke Thompson. We've got six weeks left. He's just copped a three-week suspension. He's been doing relatively well. He had a monster game against the Sharks on the weekend. 634K, <laughs> break-even of 33, top 1,000 owner of 13%. Kyle, I'll start with you. Why hold sell or avoid on Luke Thompson?
1: Yeah, uh, he has played really well the last couple of weeks, but unfortunately that um, that suspension of three weeks at this time of the year, uh, if you've got the trades, he's a sell. If you haven't, you're probably going to have to hold him. Mm. Um, and for non-owners, he's definitely in a void. Um, I just think anything more than two weeks at this point that you're either injured or you're suspended, you can't really uh, hold on. Uh, I just think it's just too much money sitting there. Um, I think you could uh, upgrade him to someone like Adam Dewey uh, that we just spoke about, uh, and you bank thirty-one grand. Um, and there's some other upgrades you could look at, possibly a Cameron Munster if you're prepared to take that um, take that, that chance that uh, Mr. Corby talked about last night. I think he could be a real smoky in that half position of the storm, especially if uh, Hughesy has a rest. Uh, and another one that I looked at is uh, Daniel Saifidi that no one's really talked about a lot about. He's 57 in the last game and he's got an average of almost 50 uh, playing some good minutes at the night. So, yeah, I think um, if you're going to sell him, look for possibly one of those guys. Um, but, yeah, it's unfortunate that he got suspended because he's a definite holder. if he wasn't.
0: Nice. All right, Tim, moving to you. Buy, hold, sell or avoid on Luke Thompson?
2: Uh, i have not I'd have him as an avoid. I rate him as a player. I reckon he's the man, and he's got potential to be like top tier, mm. um, thirteen or even front row prop um, next year. But just with those three games out, no point in going for him. I think if you've got him, I, I like actually um, Aiden Tolman for a bit of a poday. Yeah,
0: yeah. He's just been a bit of a quiet achiever, hasn't he? Like he just, yeah. especially with those minutes that he seems to be getting at the Sharkies.
2: Yeah, if I had trades, TK, I'll tell you what.
0: (laughs) I love it. All right, another bopper, Nathan Brown. He's probably been one of the unsung heroes of Paris Run. He's played a very good little period during the origin period, especially with Junior Paulo resting for a lot of it. So he's at 623K. He's got a break even at 41. Top 1,000 owner of only 0.6%. I think that's pretty much only me. But, Timmy, give me your best. (laughs) Buy, hold, sell, avoid on Nathan Brown.
2: I, I had actually written down a void because I thought he has not been as good as he had been in other years, like fantasy-wise. Mm. But um, I actually was looking at his scores earlier even with um, – because I, I found the Eels have really struggled. At, 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 having one of their top um, halves out, the Eels have struggled hard out. But um, I'd actually almost consider him um, a buy because he would be a good pod. Um, And it does Does seem to be Like pretty consistent And in pretty good form So I'll, I was going to say Avoid But I Probably have changed My mind to buy
0: I like it Timmy Alright moving to you Kyle mm-hmm. Buy hold sell avoid On big Nathan Brown
2: Yeah
1: If you're an owner He's a hold If you're not an owner He's an avoid Uh he was running hard to get a gauge on. He says he's been scoring pretty well, and he's worked hard as, and I think he's been consistent. I just don't think he's someone that you want to be picking up at this time of the year. I think you can do better. Um, but I think, as I said, if you do have him, he's definitely holding. He'd be a really handy 18th man. But I, I just think that there's better options around if you don't have him.
0: I put you in him, didn't Did you? Did you end up holding him?
1: No, I sold him earlier in the year, which I kind of am annoyed about because he did start going better once I sold him which has been my year this year,
0: unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sticking on the mid-flavor, Victor Radley. He's been in great form since his return, getting some big minutes too. 529K, looks relatively cheap with a break-even of 16, pretty much unowned by the top 1,000 at only 3%. But, Kyle, starting with you, buy, hold, sell, avoid Victor Radley.
1: Um, yeah, I put him in the same kind of bracket as Nathan Brown, to be honest. He's an avoid, Um uh, he is a brilliant ball player uh, at 13 there for the Roosters, just like Nathan Brown is for the Eels. But again, he's just probably one of those mid-rangers that at this point of the year, if you don't already have him, you don't want to be going and picking him up. Um, as I said, if, if you if you do have him, uh, he's probably another, like Nathan Brown, another handy 18th man, but I wouldn't be going out and buying him right now. But also, I still can't trust him to not flatten some poor bastard and get suspended <laughs> illegally.
0: Fair enough. Now, turning to you, Tim, buy, hold, sell, avoid on the Inflictor, Victor Adley.
2: My um, my brother in law is actually, John he's probably um taught me into this a little bit. He's a boy for me, eh? He's been killing it. His last three averages 61. Yeah. Um, he just tackles all day and he's so good with the ball as well. Um, he's cheap and he's a pod. Um, I I did look at his demerit so hey he's he's lost um, 64 points worth of tackles this year or missed oh misses yeah yeah wow yeah okay which is quite a lot but I feel like he's one of those players that rushes out for the big shot as well yeah yeah he does yep Um, but that quite surprised me that's a lot of points to leave when he hasn't actually played a lot of games this year
0: can you imagine, Tim? If he can fix those demerits next year, plus get more minutes like he has over the last three games, like he's one of those guys yep. that you put in the black book, isn't it? Like he could be the next yeah, sort definitely. of big mid, right?
2: Yeah, definitely. Yep. I think so. I I I'll probably start swing swinging him for um, next year. I reckon he will trade him out, but by, by round five. Yeah, I would, but <laughs> he'll start off.
0: <laughs> nah, I'm I with, reckon. reckon As an add that to that,
1: TK, I reckon um, if you know if, if he didn't get suspended and get those injuries that he had during the year, I think he would be owned by a hell of a lot more teams.
0: I was I gonna a, I was gonna team pick him up him. until he got suspended, he was That's on right. yeah. one yeah. or two guys to come in for the mid. Yeah. And yeah. He, use your
2: last yeah. trade on him, TK, don't be a pussy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mate. You know what, i nearly did it. If AFB's news wasn't good today, there was a good chance that he was coming in. But now I'm just I've got a lot of mids, so I don't really need him. But Shooter, I'm with you next year, my man. All right, let's move on. Tyron Peachy, he's a bit of a concern. He's kind of one of those great centers from the start of the season. Now he's a bit of a sinking ship. He's at 462k, huge break even of sixty four. Top of Thousand still own him at thirty two percent. But shooter, we'll start with you, my man. Buy, hold, sell, avoid on tyron Peachy.
2: I'm a bit torn on him. Like, um, has he just seems to be really out of favour at the Titans at the moment? But he's still like scoring not too bad, apart from that that game a few games ago where he um, hardly got any game time. Yeah. But um, because he's so cheap, if you've got him, you might as well hold him. I reckon. Yeah. Because he still yeah. he still has the potential to score a fifty or something like that, and that's pretty handy in your centres. Um, but yeah, I just feel like he's so out of favour. I don't I don't know what he has to do to to get in that team, like get more minutes. So he's a bit of a waste sitting on the bench for as much as he is.
0: Yeah, totally agree. All right, Kyle, moving to you. Buy, hold, sell, avoid on Tyron Peachy. Uh,
2: yeah, I've got him as a sell,
1: but only if you can make a significant upgrade. Don't just sell him to buy someone for another 100 or 200K. You want to really be upgrading him big time. Yep. Uh, so he's similar to the other couple we've spoken about in the middle. Uh, he's not scoring that well. It just He's just not the peach that we know he can be. Uh, and I, he's just not someone we can rely on to score consistently at the moment. Um, we've seen that in the last few rounds, by his scores have really fluctuated. Yep. Um, yeah, sell only if he's a significant upgrade. But it's just his DPP is really handy. Um, if you if you're going to hold him, I wouldn't obviously be playing him in your 17. But he just handy as a, an emergency play with the DPP. You can obviously cover those positions if you need him. So yeah, if you uh, yeah, if you unless you can upgrade him. Uh, up to a really decent middle or anyone, hold him because he's too cheap to just flick off for any old Randy. Yeah. Sort
0: of Good advice. All right, final one of our individuals, and it's Matty Burden. Now, he gets a shot back in the number six this week. 553K, lost a little bit of money over the last few weeks. Top 1,000, pretty much 50% only, but he's erratic because it feels like he didn't really get his shot during when Nathan Cleary was out. And then Nathan Cleary being out means he didn't score tries. So we're kind of in a lose-lose situation. But still a bit of an opportunity there. Tim, I know that you've got plenty of notes on this guy. Shoot away. Buy, hold, sell, avoid on Matty Burden.
2: I was a probably a sell for a little bit. I'm using him as a center. so And now that I read that um, Tyrone Mays out, I'm pretty happy to keep him as a as my centre Yeah. Um, it's just like there's so much unknown with what's going on with Cleary like is he back, is he not back Um. Uh, I got told on the weekend that I said after the game that Cleary was back this weekend and then Ivan said no nah, I'm not rushing him so who, who knows how far away Nate is but if, if Bernie's going to stay in the halves I think he's definitely value to have if you're going to play him at play him as like a centre or yep. as like an 18th man or something like that. Yep. But I don't think you want him as a as a half in your team. You should have better players than that.
0: Yeah, okay. Tony, you call buy, hold, sell, avoid on Matty Bird.
2: Yeah, similar
1: to Shooter there, mate. Um, he, he's not a buy. Uh, definite hold. And with him playing in the halves, he's valuable in the centre. Um, you know, he him and Lua will split the kick beaters and they can both play make. So, um, yeah, he's definitely not a buy but he's uh, He's a stout and he's yeah. – uh, sorry, he's a different hold and uh, he's not a buy if you don't already have him because, uh, as I said, we just don't know when he's going to go back to centre and what's going on with Cleary. So, yeah, you're, you're in the money if you've got him and he's playing half and you've got him at centre, that's good, but not a buy.
0: Nice. Good advice from the two boys. Okay, that's wrapped up seven players. Let's move on to our scenarios. We've got three scenarios and some really good players to compare tonight because <clears> – <throat> All of them are in really, really good form, and it's one of those things that you want to make the right trade, especially with six rounds to go. All right, let's start with Hamole Olakakatu versus Keon Kolamatangi. A couple of tongue ties there. But, uh, Kyle, why don't you kick us off? Who the, the scenario is you can only buy one. Now, they're both dual mid-edges, so obviously they're going to both be probably around that, you know, the last man on your interchange bench, plus offer you some versatility. So it's a pretty important trade coming up out of the two fellas, who would you prefer
1: well i'm an owner of keon and i've had him for a little while now he's been pretty handy um i would take him over uh Olukwatu. um he's really starting to firm up as a real handy uh handy edge player there at south he's playing consistent 80 minute um he's only 7.93 percent owned um and as the last his last three games, his run meters have gone north pretty pretty consistently. One hundred eighty one, then two thirty eight, at two thirty four. Uh, the last three games, and he just seems like he's getting way more involved in the in the in the plays that Souths are running. Um, and a lot of his his averaging forty seven point six, and that's all in base. He's only scored two tries all year. Yep. Um, he's averaging one point three tackle busts a game. 0.5 offloads and has said only two tries. Um, man, that that's that's a pretty serious base, um, and it's very he's got very low miss tackles as well. Uh, last three games, one tackle bust, two tackle busts, four tackle busts. So he's really starting to ramp up those attacking stats. So you know, uh, with that 47 average without attacking stats, man, and he pumped out there what 75 on the weekend with the one try, and he didn't really get that many attacking stats. So I think he's He's a better option than Hamoli, um, and he relies a lot on uh, attacking stats, whereas Keon is more base. Um, with Corb's ghost back uh, and and Lawton, I'm not 100% sure what Olakowatu's role going forward is, especially with his minutes. So, for me, Keon's a lock with that consistent 80-minute performances and he's starting
0: to get better. Nice. All right, turning you to me, give me your thoughts. Hamole versus Keon, you're down to your last couple of trades. You need a mid-slash-edge. Who you got?
2: I'm going Hamole, eh? I I rate him. He's a really good player, and I don't see him losing that spot that he's held most of the year on that um, – he plays on the right edge, I think, and – he's just a gunner again the last three he's got 60, 60 um points he's averaging um there's not much price difference between them i, I think south is still prone to uh, getting a hiding as well whereas i don't see if manly stay fit i don't i don't see that um i don't see that happening and just with the way that um old wayno was chopping and changing his edges and that I, st- I still don't like his um, job security – old um, Keon's job security. I- I- I'd say he'd be all right, but um, he dropped Sewer and then Sewer went, uh, went on and played Origin. Um, so, yeah, so I-, I really like him all. I-, I think he's um, – n- he's another one for next year, I reckon, could be a, um, a black booker for your start of your season.
0: Nice. I like it when you guys have differing opinions. Nice. really like it. All right, moving on, boys. This is a big one because a lot of people – Kind of trying to decide between these two, so I'm really keen to hear your thoughts. Dane Gagai versus Jordan Rapana, both in very, very good form. But Tim, I'll start with you. You're down to your last trade. You need a centre, and these two cover two positions as well. Who would you prefer out of the Dan Dane Gagai versus Jordan Rapner?
2: Um I'd go Rapana just for the fair fact uh, that he's got um he's got that he's probably got that fullback spot locked the rest of the year. Um. He's averaging sixty-seven last three. He's playing fullback. He'd be handy in your centres. I, I did have him until he got injured, and I would have kept him. And he, and but he got injured for there was a few games outside to, yeah. like, to flick him off. But um, I really I think he has a lot of potential to score quite well at fullback. He's a, such a good runner of the ball. Where um, Gagai's um, playing centre. It's all the. Determine on how much ball he's going to get in that. I know he's had a couple of um, big scores this year as well, but I've uh, been with, like, three tries and things like that, and it's all reliant on him getting um, getting good ball.
0: Nice. All right, Kyle, turning to you, last trade, you need a centre, Dane Gagai versus Jordan Rapana. Who are you taking?
1: I'm taking Origin Gag's in this one, mate. Um, so I was having a real good look at both of these guys today. I've liked Gagai all year. I just think he's actually played really well. He doesn't have to rely on attacking stats to get his points as well. Uh, I think he's way more consistent than Rapuner. He's averaging 47 at centre, whereas Rapuner averages 43 on the wing. And his average is only boosted up now from that score on the weekend. It's 46.7. Obviously, that was inflated by his score on the weekend. Yep. Um, and with Siminson back on that that extended, uh, he could go back to the wing. Um, I think he's a good buy, but I just think Gagai's better. Uh, Raiders are a bit too hot and cold as well. Rapuner doesn't go... Getting those big scores every week, and he has had a lot of low scores as well. Um, yeah, I know, like his um, his stats from the weekend versus the Eels 15 tackle busts and 261 run meters it is that's 40 meters more than he's run at his highest run meters on the wing, and and it's the most tackle busts in a game before this was eight. Um, so yeah, he averages it said 43 at wing. Uh, and then his average was inflated by the score at fullback on the weekend, and it's now 46.7. And you think Gagai still averages more at centre, so Gagai for me.
0: Nice. All right, final one for the night. And it's a bit of a – it's a trio. It's got – because a lot of people need a half to replace – we'll say it's a half to replace Sean Johnson for this one. So it's Adam Dewey versus Mitchell Pearce versus Cameron Munster. Kyle, take it away. Who's your preference?
1: Yeah, this was I really enjoyed doing this one actually. Obviously, I spoke about uh, Dewey before. Um, I would buy him before any of these three. Um, yeah, sixty-one over ten games at half, and as I said, that's um, that's against uh, all different teams, not just bottom eights or mid eights or whatever. Uh, that's against all different types of good teams that that boast different good players. So he stood up well against most teams this year that he's played at, at the six uh, with Cameron Munster. We know what he's made of, and we know what he can do. Uh, he can go massive bigger than most on his day. Um, average of 57.7. 0% ownership in the top 100. It's crazy. 0.5% uh, top 1,000. He's my Smokey, and I am looking at picking both him and Dewey up this week uh, just to add a bit of spice and a bit of points for the run home. Huh? Uh, and Mitchell Pierce, I think there's far better options. He He's been very injury-prone this year. Uh, I know they've got a good run home, but I just think it's too late to pick him up, uh, and for him to prove himself straight out of an injury. Um, so, uh, and there's still talk of them being out this week. So for me, uh, my order is Dewey, Munster, and Pierce. But I'm looking at picking up both Dewey and Munster for my fantasy team this year uh, this week.
0: Perfect. All right, Timmy, wrap it up for us, my man. Sj, we need a replacement. We've got three choices: Adam Dewey versus Mitchell Pierce versus Cameron Munster. Give me your preferences. All
2: right. I think it's pretty easy. I I, I actually agree with Kyle. Um, Dewey easy. Domin- he's a dominant player. Um, Money I think is still a bit on. Uh, right. A bit worried about his injuries as well. But like, um, and I just think because Dewey's a more <clears> dominant <throat> player, he's going to score a bit better. Pierce has played like five games all year. I wouldn't <clears> even <throat> touch him with your. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, th- I think I think Kyle pretty much summed it up without repeating everything Kyle said. Do he, do he just clearly is a dominant player in that Tigers team? It's um a no-brainer for me, really.
0: Yep. beautiful. Well, boys, great advice tonight. Hope you, every ladies and gentlemen out there, hope you all got a little bit of great advice, especially with these key trades with six rounds remaining. But Gents, good luck on the weekend. You know, touch wood, no more injuries, and we ride nice and nice and high into the, the final six rounds. But good luck to you both.
2: Thanks. You too, brother.
1: See you, bro.